Welcome to Wednesdays with Winnie, the podcast that covers, well, quite a lot. From fallacies and grad parties to Aquinas, Aristotle, friendships, and even Subway cookies. My hope for you is that you can sit back, relax, learn a little, laugh a little, or a lot, and come away with a lot more knowledge. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. guys and welcome back to another episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. It always feels weird to say like happy Wednesday because when I record these that's actually not Wednesday. It is Tuesday but hope your Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this is going great. This week I have a really special episode planned for you. We're going to be talking about Socrates, sisters, and swing dancing. So um, I did a little alliteration there. Pretty snazzy but I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about Socrates and his life, also to talk about my swing dancing experiences, which very, very fun. And my sister, who is in Poland right now, I'm going to call her right now and ask her a couple questions about sisters and our relationship. And I just thought it would be kind of cool. A little um, sister get to know you with my wonderful sister, Tori. So I am going to call her. I'm going to take my headphones off for this just so that we can hear her. It feels very weird to just be talking without them on, but it is ringing. Hi, Tori. So this is Tori. She is on the podcast the very first time. We are eventually going to get to do an episode probably where I'll just interview Tori and we'll talk a little with our other sister, Alex. But today I just thought it'd be fun to have Tori on and answer a couple questions about sisterhood. And if you have a sister, great, this is for you. So Tori is in Poland right now doing her year abroad or a semester abroad, like I mentioned. Hello, Tori. Welcome to the podcast. How does it feel to be to be on a podcast? Hi. Hi. Um. Uh, <laughs> I know. A little nervous. To be here, I'm excited to. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I'm excited to talk about sisterhood. sisterhood. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. So, first question. What do you think is the coolest thing about having a sister? We're going to start off strong. <laughs> um, I guess for sure, like, being able to live with your best friend. Um, oh, that's cute. Just, like, walk across the hallway and talk to, like, talk about something and not have to, like, drive, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Living, living with your siblings definitely fun, but there are definitely moments when you've had enough. We can't do that anymore. Yeah, we can't do that right now. Yeah, very, very far away, and we probably won't ever have that experience again, which is kind of sad, but also part of growing up. So, now, now that we started off with like a nice one, what is one pet peeve you have about me? Oh, come on, there has got to be something. No, oh no, there's some. Just, just wait. <laughs> um, uh, I guess, like, that you never admit you're wrong. Like, oh my 
gosh. Then you're wrong, and like you know it. You're just like, yeah, but like I'm kind of right. Like, no, just say okay, I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> Getting called out on my own podcast here. You're never coming back on. No, just kidding. <laughs> but the, yeah. And number two. Oh, there's two. <laughs> Yeah, no, don't worry. Oh. <laughs> but, but you're, like, not so organized. Like, I walk, like, I see your room at home, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to clean it. Like, <laughs> it has to be clean. <laughs> well, you would be very impressed with me here. I have a very clean room. <laughs> I need to see it to believe it, but... I'll send you a video after this. It is not messy. <laughs> I'm probably the cleanest of my roommates. Okay. <laughs> oh, that, wow, that's scary. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Possibly. Okay. But. Yes. I have a pet. I don't know if I actually. Video. What? Yes, I will definitely send it to you. I don't know if I have any pet. Actually, I'm trying to. I think if I have any, what you're saying, mine might as well, might as well give give some back. Hmm. Just call me out on here. Yes, you already called me out. There's like, you're you never admit you're wrong. That is true. I'm not gonna lie. I guess with you, yeah. I get frustrated when you're like nervous to do something. I'm like, oh my gosh, just do it. But. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I mean, I kind of understand that. Like, like with this. <laughs> yes, Tori was nervous to be on here. So if you guys are, like, commenting or leaving reviews, tell Tori good job for being on the podcast. I'm very proud of her. Okay. That's not even a bad pet peeve. <laughs> like, yours for me. <laughs> okay, next. That's fine. You can be mean to me. I'll give it back. Don't worry. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, three more months and then I'm all yours. Yes. Yes, ma'am. You better come down and see my clean dorm <laughs> and hear it from me. Oh, that's the first thing I'll do. <laughs> okay, next question. This is like not, a, this is more serious. It's not like a pet peeve one, but, and I'm holding you like this so that the microphone can hear you. That's, that's why I'm not looking at you. Um, we're FaceTiming over WhatsApp right now, but what, or how do you think our relationship has changed over time? Oh, wow. Okay. So, I mean, like, to be honest, I don't really remember our relationship as like very young children. Yeah. Like, I know that when we were younger but not like children children we like played together a lot and then like I don't know maybe middle school ish like my middle school period we like did not get along that much like yeah we did not and I remember like fighting a lot I remember that (laughs) yeah yeah and so like I don't even know how we got here (laughs) started like not fighting and yeah middle school was rough we really did not like each other Yeah, it was weird. And we, like, yeah, didn't talk about weird. anything. Like, I feel like now we, yeah. like, talk to each other a lot. And we have, like, a lot of conversations. And we're, like, we're friends. But then I felt, I feel like you were just, I don't know. <laughs> you were a grumpy middle schooler. <laughs> and I was, I don't I was know. A, a moody, moody. <laughs> we were both yeah. going through it. 
But yeah, it's a lot better now because we we're a lot closer and we talk a lot. But it's definitely. Yeah, I remember. Like yeah. Oh, someone's calling me. Stop. No, this is an only a Tory phone call. Guys, we're having a little bit of podcast Ooh. troubles. <laughs> I don't know. A little technical difficulties over here. But I'm calling her back right now. Hopefully, she's gonna pick up. Okay. Tori, there you are. Okay, I don't know what happened. I think someone can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, I don't know what happened. Yeah, no, you're good. Somebody tried to call me. I don't know who. Oh, okay. I was like, why? Okay, all right. Anyways, (laughs) back to the question. So we were discussing our relationship. Our relationship that sounds about you to say our sister our sisterly relationship but yeah we were not we were not friends at at all and i don't know why what changed over time but i feel like as you grow older you become better friends with your sisters like i've noticed that with our other sister alex too the more mature we get i think the older we get number one the more mature we get but then also um, I think we've just worked harder to like put in effort into our relationship. Yeah, I, I think so too because I remember like we would like literally only fight and then the rest of the time we wouldn't even talk to each other. And yeah. now like I literally tell you everything. Yes, same <laughs> so, on yeah, my end. Definitely a lot has changed. Yes. But <laughs> in a good I mean, way. I don't know what like the cause of that was. Yeah, me either. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, thinking about it, I don't know. But I guess as, like, kind of a final question, I was going to ask Tori what her favorite memory of us was, but she couldn't think of one, so we just decided not to do that question. There's probably just too many good ones to count. But for the final question, what is your best... (laughs) No, I mean, like... (laughs) Oh, you have one now? Yeah, of course, obviously. Oh my gosh. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> you do- <laughs> Okay, so you're breaking up and I can't really hear you. Okay, no, you're good. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can now. Okay. Do you Sorry, have a favorite childhood? <laughs> do you have a favorite childhood memory or do you want me to skip it? Um, I mean, I have like some memories like i remember us playing american girl dolls all the time oh my gosh um, <laughs> yes we would play that for like hours every day. Oh like my when summer was out we were very serious <laughs> with our american girls we had like little horses and houses and we would play american girl dolls for hours on yes. end that was that's like a good memory and like briar yes. horses it is a good memory yeah yeah way to, way to think of one i'm proud of you Okay. Wow, thank you. It was hard. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it was hard to choose from all the good ones. <laughs> There's just oh. too many. Okay, yes. final final question. What is your best piece of advice for getting along with your sister? For all of those people okay. with sisters out there. So, it's, it's, I mean, just like we were talking about, like, really stereotypical, you know, communication. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I feel like before we started talking, like, literally all we did was fight. And so then, like, I don't know what changed, but when we did start talking, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know how you feel about me, but <laughs> I would consider you, like, one of my best friends. No, you know? same and, here. <laughs> okay. 
okay. <laughs> Glad it's mutual. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then, like, we just started talking, and we got closer, and with maturity, like you said, like, I yeah. think that's definitely played a part, and, yeah, just, like, talking, like, when yeah. you're upset, or you don't want to talk to someone, or there's, like, certain people you don't want to talk to, like, but you want to, like, tell someone something, yeah. I don't know, um, then, like, talk to your siblings, because you can almost always talk to them, like, they're always gonna be there, yeah, Hopefully, I mean, like, and if you say something bad, college, but. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not leaving. If you say something mean about me, it's not like I can be like, oh, we're not exactly. sisters anymore. That's <laughs> Otherwise, it. yeah, That's the end. yeah, yeah. But it's really yeah, nice having so. that, like, knowing someone's gonna be there for you, like, no matter what. I feel like exactly, yeah. And it takes and like effort, that's someone but... who won't judge you too because they've lived with you your whole life and so they already know everything about you. So like, what can you say that's gonna make them like hate you? And if they do, it's not gonna be for long because you're <laughs> a family. So, yep, that that um, is true. <laughs> a truer statement yeah. has yet to be spoken. Yeah, that's definitely yes. true though. And I feel like also putting an effort, not just communication wise, mm-hmm. but I think one thing we started doing. Is, like, if I'm doing something that, like, I know Tori wants to, like, or enjoys, like, if I'm going to Grand Junction to shop, I'll invite her along. And, like, spending time with your siblings almost like you would with a friend. Like, you have to spend time with your friends to maintain your friendship. Doing that same thing with a sibling is really important. Like, we might overlook it. But when you're spending time with someone and getting to know them better and less of, like, your everyday life routine then it's also it also strengthens that relationship i think at least i don't know no yeah i 100 percent think so also because like on my list of things like my best advice that was the one i was about to say also like just do things together like walk dogs go shopping go out to eat like play a sport together you know like yeah just spend time together so i mean i guess we think alike we are we are related i don't know (laughs) that that might be part of it but (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything else, or does that conclude your advice? Um, no, I don't. I think that's about all the advice I have. Like, just talking is really important because, obviously, as you can see, um, like before we started doing that, we didn't have such a great relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely my number one piece of advice. Well, that is solid advice from a wise a wise sister. So all you listeners out there, <laughs> you better take it. <laughs> Leave the review and take the advice. <laughs> no, I'm I'm joking partially, but <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <Well>, yes. <laughs> oh, also, I know this is your first time being on the podcast, but I did start to do this with guests. What is one book recommendation? Can be any book. If it just comes to your mind right off the bat, your favorite book, whatever. But is there one book you would recommend to the listeners of Wednesdays with Winnie? <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if I have, like, a favorite book, but the book that immediately came to my mind when you were saying that is Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that is a very I solid... Why. I really enjoyed that book. I don't... I have no idea why. <laughs> That's a really but, good book. Yeah, Jane Austen is very good. Yeah, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. so Pride and Prejudice, Tori's oh. book recommendation. When she comes <laughs> on again, she can think of her favorite. But, Tori, yes. thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm sure everyone will oh. greatly appreciate to hear from you. 
Thank you for having me. It was not so nerve-wracking as so it would be. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. I try not to be too scary of a host. But, but I will let you go, and I'll talk to you later. Bye, Tori. Okay, bye, Wendy. Anyways, now that that is completed, we are going to get into Socrates. Socrates is considered, actually, one of the West's greatest philosophers, but he kind of produced the foundation for what we know as modern philosophy and the way of thinking and looking at things and how to form philosophical theories and opinions. Some of his greatest students were Plato, who started the Platonic school of thought, and then one of Plato's students was Aristotle, who we've talked about a lot on the podcast before. So he was kind of like the grandfather of those those great philosophers. And one of the things about Socrates is he actually never wrote down any of his teachings. So none of the writings that we have are from him specifically. They're from his students, um, Xenophon. Um, Aristophane was kind of an enemy of his, but we get a lot of what we know about him from him as well and then also Plato who wrote down the apologetics or not the apologetics the apologies (laughs) my bad and that actually contains a lot of what we know about Socrates but one of the problems with that is um as we go through the apologies Plato seems to um almost change Socrates' personality to fit his own philosophies. So we have to be careful with how we interpret those and how much we allow them to inform our knowledge of Socrates. So a little bit about Socrates. He was born in 469 BC in Athens. And he was actually a foot soldier for the first kind of half of his life until he was middle-aged. And he fought in a lot of skirmishes with Sparta during this time. Sparta and Athens were war, were at war with one another. So he fought in um, smaller revolts. And he was actually considered a very brave soldier by those that knew him. And after he got out of the army, he lived in Athens and it just had a lot of dialogues with people on the street, with youths and with people in markets and symposiums and such. And how his kind of career within philosophy got started was he had a friend, and I, I'm, I'm terrible at pronouncing Greek names, but Chaerophon. And Chaerophon went to the Oracle at Delphi, which was kind of like um, a prophet that the Greeks believed um, would could foretell the future and could see the future and could ask, they could ask questions to. And his friend asked if there was anyone wiser than Socrates and the oracle at Delphi replied, none. So Socrates, um, once he heard this, he wanted to prove this wrong actually. And so he kind of embarked on more of a philosophical journey, trying to prove the oracle wrong. And he questioned, so he decided to go and question those that were wise and that were more considered more knowledgeable than than them. So he went to all these wise people and would ask them questions. And actually, he found out in testing these that a lot of them were wrong and not wise. And so by virtue of him not thinking himself was he was wise, he kind of did this. And that kind of, in my opinion, almost proves his wiseness. The wisest people I know would not be quick to say that they are wise. So that, that <laughs> I thought that was a pretty cool little story. But he began to teach, like I mentioned previously, he began to teach youth in Athens. He was asked to teach at a wrestling school. And 
he examined the nature of friendship with a lot of the students there. And actually, this is like one of my favorite stories about him, but there was this story of him. And this kind of illustrates his method of um, coming to conclusions. But there was this man named Christobulus, and they were arguing about beauty. And so they decided to have a beauty competition. But first, they needed to define beauty. So this is from the symposium. Xenophon um, wrote Symposium 5. So this is from that. And I'm going to read. In faith, my opinion is that beauty is to be found quite as well in a horse or an ox or in any number of inanimate things. I know at any rate that a shield may be beautiful or a sword or a spear. And this is Socrates' answer. So I'll just say when, I'm, when each of them is speaking. Socrates, how can it be that all these things are beautiful when they are entirely dissimilar? Why, they're beautiful and fine, answered Credo. Christobulus, if they are well made for the respective functions for which we obtain them, or if they are naturally well constituted to serve our needs. Socrates asked, do you know the reason why we need eyes? Critobulus answered, obviously to see with. In that case, it would appear without farther ado that my eyes are finer than yours. How so? Because... While your eyes see only straight ahead, mine, by bulging out as they do, see also to the sides. Do you mean to say that a crab is better equipped visually than any other creature? And Socrates replied, absolutely, for its eyes are also better set to ensure strength. Well, let that pass, but whose is finer? But whose nose is finer, mine or yours? Mine, I consider, granting that Providence made us noses to smell with. For your nostrils look down toward the ground, but mine are wide open and turned outward so that I can catch all sense from all about. But how do you make a snub nose handsomer than a straight one? Socrates replied, For the reason that it does not put a barricade between the eyes, but allows them unobstructed vision of whatever they desire to see, where areas a high nose, as if in despite, has walled off the eyes from one another. As for the mouth, said Critobulus, I concede that point, for if it is created for the purpose of biting off food, you could bite off a far bigger mouthful than I could. And don't you think that your kiss is also more tender because you have thick lips? According to your argument, Socrates answered, it would seem that I have a mouth more ugly even than an ass's. But do you not reckon it a proof of my superior beauty that the river nymphs, goddesses as they are, who resemble more closely me than they do you. I cannot argue with you any longer, answered Critobulus, and he left Socrates. I thought that was kind of funny because Socrates was known as like one of the ugliest men of his time, and when he's described, he's described as very ugly. So I thought it was funny how he he kind of proved the other guy wrong about his beauty. So definitions do matter if y'all are taking notes. Okay, so Athens, so after, like, while Socrates was, like, doing all of this um, philosophizing in the streets and with his students, Athens was still in this political turmoil and war from Sparta. And so a lot of political leaders were executed. There was, like, the 30, and they were a tyrannical group of um, Athenian officials. And it was during this time that the poet Melitus accused Miletus, accused Socrates of being irreverent to the gods and therefore corrupting the youth of Athens. And so 
Um, Socrates, he did not believe in the in the gods of the Athenians. Um, he had said on many occasions that the gods do not lie or do wicked things. And the Olympian gods, actually, a lot of them did, according to Greek mythology. But he didn't believe in the um, kind of teachings on the gods fully. And so it was this that Melitus accused him of. And he said that he was leading the youth because a lot of youth followed Socrates away from the gods. And so that was irreverent. And so he was put to trial, and he was actually a couple of friends of his offered to defend him. But Socrates wanted to defend himself, and a lot of a lot of historians actually believe that Socrates um, he knew that he would lose the trial if he defended himself, but he still wanted to. So this is a quote from his trial: "To fear death, my friends, is only to think ourselves wise without really being wise, for it is to think we know what we do not know." For no one knows whether death may be the greatest good that can happen to man. But men fear it as if they knew quite well that it was the greatest of evils. And this is from Plato's Apology. And so he he was accused and was executed after the trial. He lost, despite having a very, very eloquent speech. And actually his speech is one of the considered one of the greatest rhetorical speeches. Um, of a def- in, a, in a forensic defense, so he did a very, very he had a very eloquent and strong case, but um, most of the governors and the people wanted him dead because he had so many controversial opinions. So he ended up being killed. But he is he has proven over the years his influence has proven to stay and con- continue to tribute contribute to philosophy. And a lot of his philosophical teachings were on virtue and how to live a moral life and to decide morality. And as Christians, we have the Bible as our moral basis. But he, a lot of the things he taught and believed while he was not Christian are in line with that and have a lot to do with virtues. And despite virtue being harder, it being a more noble pursuit, which in turn influenced a lot of Aristotle's teaching on virtue as well. But... Um, one of his greatest contributions, I would say, is he moved kind of philosophy as a whole to more intellectual pursuits and away from the focus on physical, what we can know through physical objects. So he really kind of addressed topics like virtue, which it's maybe harder to learn about in a physical way. Like I can go up and I can say, okay, this is a piece of wood. I know the properties of this wood. This is what makes wood, wood. But Socrates would define more, I want to say, I think medical, metaphysical is the correct terminology, but things that aren't as easily be easily known by their physical aspects, like virtue. I can't go up and touch virtue, but there are things that I can come to know about it. And Socrates discovered a lot of the things that we can come to know and how that we can come to know things. And this is like through the Socrates, he's most famous for the Socratic method or the Socratic technique. And this is like a way of asking and coming to conclusions. So for example, this is a pretty common example, but say you ask, what is a square? And um, you come up with a hypothesis for what a square is. So for example, a square is a shape with four sides. Then you examine that hypothesis that you've created. So 
You could say, I see, are there any other shapes with four sides? What about a door, for example? A door also has four sides. And then you could say, okay, so then a rectangle has four sides as well. So then to define a square, then I suppose a square is a shape with four sides of equal length. So you kind of, um, it's kind of niching down definitions, finding out what something is by testing hypotheses, asking questions, and then coming to conclusions, testing the conclusions. And that is that was a great contribution because it allowed a lot of philosophers to have a basis moving forward, proving their points and arguing. So Socrates was a great, great contributor to the philosophies we have today. Anyways, that concludes my part about Socrates. You guys are very lucky you got the part about sisters, Socrates, all that. Um, my final thing is swing dancing. So I have been going swing dancing. And for those of you that don't know, swing dancing is a type of, I guess, I think most closely I would say resembles Western dancing. And oh my goodness, I love, love, love it. If you have a swing dancing place in your area, and right now I'm in Phoenix, and I'm sure a lot of smaller cities don't, but... It's like a, a sort of Western dancing. And I've been going like every weekend to this place called Scootin' Boots. And it is like one of the funnest things I have done. I I love, love it. It is very, very fun. But I'm officially a dancer, y'all. I can add that to my, my resume, <laughs> albeit a not very good one. I still have trouble with like line dancing. Line dancing, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do. But swing dancing is fun. That... That's all I wanted to say. Try something new. Try something fun this week. And we will conclude with a Bible verse. So the Bible verse for this week is Proverbs Proverbs 15, verse 14. The discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. Okay, so there is your verse for the week. I hope you all have a wonderful week and see you all next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on just to let me know how I'm doing. Anyways, God bless and see you next Wednesday.